Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to our slash entitled people, where you know the drill. You'll hear ridiculous stories about people who believe they can do no wrong and that everybody should bow down and kiss their feet. Anyways, guys, I hope you enjoy the stories today, and do remember to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Also, email link for stories and posts will be thrown up right here. So I went to Walmart to pick up a single tool that was behind locked glass. I hit the happy to help button and waited for almost 30 minutes. I got excited when I finally saw an employee and asked, Excuse me, I need someone with a key. I've been waiting for a while now. Now, I did that as friendly as possible. The employee then replied, did you push the button? I replied, yes, I did. I've been waiting for around 30 minutes. Now, at this point, she looks me dead in the eyes and says, do you know how to push the button? And before I can even say anything, she walks away. So at this point, I'm annoyed, but I do move on with my life. And finally, after 15 more minutes, the key holder comes in and apologizes profusely. And I told him, no big deal. Stuff happens. I'm just happy because I got my $5 tool to finally fix my car. He then takes me to the register in Sporting Goods and tells the lady cleaning up to ring me up. To my surprise, it was the same lady. Now, she stood there pretending to wipe something for another 5 minutes, looking back at me every few seconds. Now, at this point, I'm completely pissed off. She finally goes to scan my stuff, but the computer was freezing. Now, growing up with a mom who's a Karen, I learned a thing or two. I call it Karen mode. When I see she was getting frustrated with the computer because it was freezing and acting up, I tell her, I'm sorry, but I'm in a rush. Do you need help? Do you know how to do your job? Are you in training? Where's your trainer? Have you done this before? Are you even allowed to use the register? At some point in all this, she was finally at her breaking point, and I said, I'll just take this up front. You obviously don't know how to do your job, and walked away to self-checkout. As I walked away, I heard someone ask, what's wrong? And I looked back and saw her crying. Now, I do feel bad for making her cry, but I work in customer service too, and I've never been rude to a customer like how she was rude to me. So was I wrong for doing that? Okay, yeah, so first off, two wrongs don't make a right. I love how a lot of people in the comments are saying that this post is literally written by a Karen trying to get people on their side for berating this poor employee. Now, I do personally think that they were both in the wrong for those snarky remarks but almost everybody's saying that OP is a true a-hole in this situation. Also, the 30-minute wait without even pressing the button again, I don't know about you guys, but if I press one of those buttons and nobody comes in 5 minutes, I'm hunting someone down. There's no way this person waited for 30 freaking minutes without pressing the button again. Okay, so I gained 15 kilograms in college, so some of my coats don't fit anymore. I was tired of seeing them in my closet collecting dust and worried about how people need to pass the winter. So around Christmas season, I decided to donate some of them to a church that's currently collecting clothes, blankets, and toys. After 20 minutes of waiting, I give the bag with my clothing to the pastor's wife, and she eyes it like it's full of crap. She says, none of your items have tags, do they? Now, she's wearing a mask, but I can tell that she's pissed. I do nod, saying that they're secondhand, but they're barely worn. 
A few of the coats were worn just once. The woman then condescendingly says, Darling, this isn't the place to dump clothes that you don't want. We're trying to get clothes with the tags on to gift them on Christmas to the less fortunate. We will accept these as they do look fine, but next time, please be more generous and bring us items that have been recently purchased and with the tags on. I swear some people will do anything just to get a raffle ticket. She then gives me a raffle ticket that I had no idea about. The prize is 300 bucks. Now, as I leave completely speechless, older women wearing bougie outfits keep eyeing me and gossiping. Their clothes come in the store's original bag, so I can see tags everywhere. They really went out and bought a ton of items. Now, I got home in tears. I wanted to help despite being broke, and instead, I got an earful. Is being poor a sin? Aren't churchgoers supposed to be kinder than this? The whole thing with tags only makes me think that they just want to resell the clothing for profit. I don't want to donate to the congregation ever again. How many of you at that point would have said, Oh, I'm sorry. I'll just take these back then. And see how fast they changed their minds. Like, I do feel so bad for OP. And listen, whatever happened to the thought that counts? And what really surprises me is that this is the pastor's wife. Guys, I'm pretty sure those in need don't really care about tags. Like, can someone weigh in on this? Was that lady a bit over the top? Or is this something that churches actually do, where you have to donate some brand new items of clothing? Okay, so I'm a lifeguard, and at the park I work at, we have a bunch of slides, a wave pool, and one regular swimming pool that has these little plastic water slides that empty into it. We also use the pool for training. Now, the shallow end is about 3 feet and the deep end's about 10, but the water slides empty into the 5 feet end. I want to say that a lot of people do underestimate the depth, and find themselves having to swim back to the wall instead of standing. I'm only 5'2", so even I have to swim from that slide. Because of the depth, we require everybody under 4 feet to wear a life jacket, no matter where they are in the pool, as it's state law. Now, as you can imagine, a lot of parents aren't happy with this, and although we have free life jackets as courtesy, on very busy days, we do tend to run out. But our biggest issues are often the parents, who are convinced that their child is the next Michael Phelps. So on this particular day, it was fairly busy, and I'd enlisted a couple of my lifeguards to look for life jackets that are left randomly in cabanas, bathrooms, etc., instead of hung back up for others to use. So a little kid comes running to the pool, and I notice his height is clearly too short. So I say to him, Hey buddy, I'm so sorry, but you can't swim in the pool without a life jacket on. Now his mom's walking behind him, and she says, Oh, it's alright, he can swim. I let him. I told her, unfortunately because of state law, ma'am, I can't let him in the water without a life jacket on. Now, the Karen's annoyed, and she says, Ugh, he's on the swim team at school, he's perfectly fine. And at that, I tell her that I'm sorry. It's not the rule, it's law. The woman then rolls her eyes and huffs off, but she manages to find her kid a life jacket, so I take my eyes off them and pay more attention to my zone. I'm thinking she's a regular irritated parent, as it's a really busy day at the pool. No big deal. So fast forward about 10 minutes, and I see the kid climb up on the slide without a life jacket on. So I blow my whistle at him, tell him to get down, and take him to his mother, and again say, Ma'am, I understand that he can probably swim, but we don't allow kids to go down the slide or in the pool without a life jacket if they don't meet the height requirements, which your son doesn't. He needs a life jacket. Now at this, the Karen says, No, no, absolutely not. I am not putting that death trap back on my child. Now, I tell her I understand, but she then interrupts me and says, He can swim perfectly fine. He's on a swim team. He's fine. I'm beginning to get irritated and say, Ma'am, 
school rules state that you cannot let your child touch that water if he does not have a life jacket on. At this point, she was arguing that the life jacket was choking him and that she won't make him wear one if he doesn't want to. Now, I almost crack up, but she walked off, dragging her kid with her, so I rolled my eyes and didn't think much of it. So about half an hour later, in the swarm of hundreds of people, I noticed a distressed swimmer, about five feet from the slide in the pool, frantically splashing. At that, I whistle, jump in, yank the swimmer onto my tube, and lo and behold, it's the same child. Now, I'm mad, but not as mad as his mom, Karen, when I confront her. Now, the mom is sitting in a lounge chair on the side of the pool, not paying attention at all, and she's on her phone. Side note, parents, lifeguards are not your babysitters. I drag him to his mom and say, Ma'am, this is the third time that I've tried to talk to you. Your kid almost drowned in the pool because he... Before I can get out another word, Karen horrified said, Oh my goodness, did you just touch my child? No, I rescued your child. She then says, I didn't give you permission to save my child. You have no right to touch him. You can't just grab someone like that when they're swimming. I say to her, I didn't see you anywhere. You weren't watching your kids, so I had to make a decision. She says, yes, I was. He was swimming fine. Did you just save him to prove your stupid point? Just admit that you're on a little lifeguard power trip. I'm getting your supervisor. Now, I do love it when people want to speak to a supervisor because at this water park, they're almost always on the lifeguard side. Now, I guess she really did go off because about 15 minutes later, she comes back with my supervisor and she says, this girl won't let my child swim in the pool. She gave him a life jacket that was choking him and then dragged him out of the pool when he was swimming fine without my permission. I told my supervisor that the boy is clearly too short and he agreed and that the boy needed a life jacket on. Karen says, but he's on a swim team. If he can swim, he shouldn't have to wear one. Now, I'd been having the same conversation over and over for about 45 minutes at this point. My supervisor then asked her to give him a minute and move to the side to talk to me. Sometimes, if kids are near the correct height, we do let them swim. If there are no adequate life jackets available and they seem like strong swimmers. Oh, and they have a reliable adult with them. So my supervisor decides to extend this privilege to Karen. And she says, thank you. I can't believe it took this long for you to see some sense. I hope she gets written up at the very least for ruining my son's day. The supervisor says she was just doing her job, but I'm sorry it made things difficult for you. So the mom goes back to chatting with her friends, and I watch her son run happily back to the slide where he nearly drowned once already. The kid slides down it, and sure enough, as soon as he hits the water, he starts to drown immediately. We all start watching and realize that this boy isn't a good swimmer. But I'm not allowed to go rescue her son, because he can swim, right? He's on a swim team. Now, I'm actually about to jump in to save the boy again, when my supervisor gets the mom's attention and says, Ma'am, watch your son. Now, the Karen rolls her eyes and walks over to the edge of the pool, and by this point, the son has moved from distressed swimming to active drowning. The kid's mouth is bobbing up and down over the water, his eyes are wide, He's screaming, and his arms are desperately grabbing for something, and he's not moving anywhere. Immediately, the mom falls in hysterics and says, What are you idiots doing? Don't just stand there. Save him. Despite my now anger, I need no second bidding. It's my job. So I jump in, grab the poor kid for a second time, and pull him out. The supervisor then looks at the mom and says, Please put a life jacket on him, or take him to the kid's area where he can swim wherever he likes without one. Now, the mom didn't even say thank you. She just shot me a dirty look, signed an incident report, and hauled her shivering kid away. 
Now, as upsetting as it is, it was handled. The kid was safe the entire time, and he did struggle for a bit, but he took in no water. He also didn't slip below the surface of the water, and we sent him to a medic just to be safe. Anyway, the mom didn't bother us again, and the child would have learned to be more careful where he swims, and she didn't complain because she had no grounds to. (laughs) Way to go, mom. Plus one point to the irresponsible parent who didn't tell her son to put a life jacket on. Like, you'd think after the first time OP saved the kid, the mom would have thought, hmm, maybe he does need a life jacket. Good thing OP was there keeping a watchful eye because that could have been a lot worse than it was. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. I'm 17 years old and I do my share of chores around the house. I have been doing it for years. They involve taking out the trash, mopping the house, etc. So one evening, I'm mopping the dining room and the living room area when it starts to rain lightly. My dad was outside and he calls me to come take the clothes off the clothesline that was left to dry. Now, since I was busy, I called my sister to do it. Now, I do want to note that the clothes were not mine at all. They belonged to my mom, my sister, and my dad. But I had taken my mom and my sister's clothes out to dry. Not my usual chore. I was just helping. Now, my sister is mostly a lovely person, and she goes out to do it. My dad then tells her to stop, and tells her to go get me because he asked me to do it. Now, it's barely raining, just a few drops here and there. So I go outside and he's sitting there fidgeting on his iPad. Now I'm kind of pissed and this conversation follows. I said, Dad, could you please do it just this once? I'm actually mopping the floor. Now at this, Dad says, No. I asked him, Why? You're just sitting there and I'm doing something else. Dad says, Because I don't want to. I keep the lights on in this house and keep you fed. You left them out to dry, so it's your responsibility. I then tell him that these aren't even my clothes. Dad says, So, that's none of my business. Now I quit trying and went to do it. And that's when I noticed that his clothes were also there. He said it was my responsibility because I left the clothes out to dry, but I didn't leave his clothes out to dry. So I took down my mom's and my sister's clothes and let his remain outside. He was so immense in his iPad that he didn't even notice. So the conclusion, all of his pants were there and they got wet. 
It's rainy season where I live, so good luck with drying those pants, Dad. For this story, I don't know, guys. It's... The comments are split 50-50. A lot of people are saying that the dad's teaching the son responsibility because OP did put the clothes out, so he has to take them back inside. And the other half is saying that contributing to housework is one thing, but acting like your kids owe you for being born and raised is absolute BS. That the dad could have helped him out. Right, so this story happened five years ago when I was working as a newly qualified social worker. I know, lynch mob me. I don't work there anymore, and it was a nightmare. Now, it had been a rough morning, and long story short, I had spit and vomit on me. As pretty standard practice, I do keep a spare set of court clothes in my car, so I had something to change into, but I felt pretty disgusting and wanted to shower. I took an early lunch and went to my gym nearby the office to shower and to change. So I showered, came out, and put my hair up into a towel turban, and then I walked back to the lockers. The changing area was empty, except for one kid, a boy about 8 or 9 years old. It was a bit weird for him to be there alone, but I assumed that his mom must have been in the only occupied stall, so I didn't think too much of it. I smiled to acknowledge him, and then I got to my locker to grab my things to change into. At this point, the boy looks at me, points at my towel turban, and says, Hey, what's that on your head? I told him it's a towel turban. Pretty neat, huh? It stays up better than a regular towel. Now at this, the kid says cool, and he starts to reach for my head. And that's when I say, excuse me, what are you doing? The kid says he wants to see it, and I said, uh, no, I'm using it, I'm sorry. Now at this point in my life, I'm pretty used to kids being a bit inappropriate, and it is my job to make sure they understand, but I wasn't expecting here. The boy does look a bit pissed, but he went back to his mom's phone. I get dressed and get my things and go over to the mirror to take my towel turban off to dry my hair. I'm flipping my hair around to get it dried, and I notice this kid comes up to the mirror and then he leaves again. Now I do think nothing of it and finish drying my hair. I turn the hairdryer off, reach for my turban, and it's not there. I know exactly what he's done, so I whip around to look for him, and he's turning a shade of red, but staring fixedly on his phone as to ignore me. Now I'm trying to remain calm, but man, I've been spat at, vomited on, and now someone's stolen my towel turban. I walk back and do my best, I've had enough of this crap voice, and say, Hey, please return the turban, now. The kid keeps ignoring me, so I repeat, Please return the turban, now. The kid's gone a shade of red, he refuses to look at me, and he mumbles something like, I didn't take it. I've had enough at this point, so I go over to the only occupied stall and knock on the door saying, Excuse me, is that your son out here? Now the mom opens the door and she looks at me thoroughly annoyed and says, What? I said, Is this your son? He's taken my towel turban and I've asked for it back and he's not returning it. So please ask him to hand it back and I'll not inform the gym staff. Now the mom looks at me and says, What the F is a towel turban? I start to explain, but the kid says, It's a hair towel, mom. It stays up better than a normal towel. We both look at him, and she says, Okay, so what do you want? I told her I want my towel turban back, please. She says, Well, my son wouldn't just take something, so obviously you just lost it. You shouldn't go around accusing people because you lose things. At this point, I'm annoyed and said, Well, he'll have no problem emptying his bag. If he has it, he can hand it back, and if I'm mistaken, I'll apologize. The mom then looks at her son, and it's so obvious to anyone that he's lying, but she says, Don't be stupid. I'm not letting you rummage through his things like he's some kind of thief. Look at you. You're harassing a little boy in a changing room. Now I inhale and stop my eyes doing a 360 roll and say, I'm not asking to touch anything. I'm asking for you to go through his bag for my turban. That's all. 
if you're not willing, I'm gonna go to the staff and get them to sort this out. Now, I know it's a freaking towel turban, but theft is theft, so I'm not letting anybody have it. The mom says, so you're threatening me now. I do know a circular argument when I hear one, so I go to the door, lean out, and call for someone to come sort it out. Enter Jim Trainer Dude, and he says, what's going on? The guy then looks between the three of us, and the kid's gone back to staring a hole through his phone, and the mom positions herself between the gym guy and her kid. She says, This crazy girl is harassing my son and trying to go through his bag. She needs to be thrown out. I tell him this isn't what happened. Her son has taken my towel turban, and I would like it returned. I keep looking at this kid, and the gym guy says, Okay, so what happened, mate? Did you just take the towel? The kid mumbles something about how I must have lost it, and his mom jumps in and says, See? He didn't take it. He's so traumatized that he can barely say anything. She then bends down, hugs her son, and says, It'll be alright. I won't let her get away with this. I then look at the gym dude and explain the whole event, and he says, Okay, so why don't we just check his bag? The kid dramatically starts wailing, and the mom rants about how this is harassment. The gym guy looks uncomfortable and he says, that's literally the only way I can think of that can solve this without the police. The mom then stands up and tries to push past me, but I'm not moving. She starts swearing and thrusts the kid's backpack at the gym guy saying, fine, check it, he hasn't taken it, and when you don't find it, I want her thrown out, and you need to apologize and get the manager. At this point, the kid's crying. The gym guy obviously finds the pink, wet towel turban in the bag. He picks it up and just kind of looks at it, and the kid cries even more. The kid tries to grab it, but the gym guy holds it out of his reach and says, Right, so... so this is yours. I told him, yes. I then stuff the coveted towel turban in my bag and get out my car keys and my ID lanyard. As I put the lanyard over my head, something audibly clicks in the mom's head. That's a social worker ID. She then yanks her kid's arm, snatches the bag from the gym guy, and I move to let her pass. The gym guy looks super confused, and I explain that she must have been embarrassed that her son stole my turban. But I knew she was panicking, because she realized what my job was, and that her son was out of school, stealing pink, wet turban towels. I bet that kid gets away with stealing a lot of things, especially with his mom's attitude that her son can't do anything wrong. Also, it's crazy that OP had to apologize for being a social worker, though. Like, if you're not a bad parent, there shouldn't be anything to worry about, right? And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash entitled... Guys, I hope you enjoyed the stories today. And if you did, remember to hit that like button. And if you missed yesterday's episode on the channel, an entitled Karen calls 911 because OP refused to serve her. And she lies. She lies to the cops. So if you haven't checked it out, go listen to it. And myself and Steve-O will see you guys in the next one. We love you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.